For Newcastle fans everywhere, this is the ultimate football app for you. Never miss a match with live commentary, goal alerts, lineups, in-game stats and TV and radio links for over 100 leagues globally. Download the free Toon Army app now from the App Store and Google Play. Summer's afternoon, I took the bus from Loris, and she was heavy laden. Away we went, and I got it, went straight to say the race and played it. Oh, you lads, you should have seen us get it. Passing the folks along the road, all of them were staring. All the lads and lasses there, they'll be starting faces. Getting along the scuffs with more to see the blade racing. He flew his arms right back. Hello and welcome to CHN Radio's Emergency Podcast. We have two signings. It's Valentino Lazaro. And to talk to you, wonderful listeners, about Valentino and break down everything there is to know about him, we're bringing you the best damn co-host in the land, Elijah Newcastle Brunsome. How you doing, bud? Hey, we're out here. I'm excited to talk about the hottest Austrian prospect since David Alaba. Oh. Which actually, that's probably not true, but I'm no, going to it, say it is. No, it's true. It's true. Okay. Because okay, you, well, you said it was. Yeah, it's true. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. If you want to follow the boy on Twitter, at Elijah underscore Newsom, and uh, check out newcastle.com for the articles, plural on this, done by Graham's going to have a – Graham has a uh, – a uh, breakdown out probably at this point. Um, I'm sure he does. We'll just say he does. Yeah. And uh, there'll be a, a general transfer update kind of article as well. So awesome. Read them both. So the deets on this, it, it's a it's a one. It's a little over a million dollar loan fee with a twenty million pound option to buy for Valentino Lazaro. Uh, just to give you a little background, if, in case you missed the news pod, this would be new information. This will be a little bit older, if not. Um, 23-year-old, Austrian international. He's a right-sided wing back or winger, but he's been used on the opposite side as well. Uh, he's very diverse from that, which will be help for us from, from a depth perspective as well. But he began playing his career at Red Bull Salzburg, following a loan spell in Germany with Hertha, Hertha Berlin, uh, and became an interplayer at the cost of £19 million last summer. Uh, it was a four-year deal. Uh, you may have heard about his agent was uh, in Newcastle for the Chelsea match and had been talking about that. Uh, and there was also a, uh, a rumor about him possibly going to RB Leipzig. They were the front runners to get the deal done, but it's no longer the case. He's in Newcastle. Elijah, what's your initial thoughts about this? It's a good signing for a couple of reasons. Um, I, I mean, the, the first and foremost is that it's a position um, that Greg has mentioned we needed depth at, and I have mentioned. Um, Lazaro, yes, he can play all on the right side, but he's a really he's really been most effective and has played the most of his career as a right winger, as a right midfielder. I think there's a little bit of, like, not recency bias, but playing in a Conte back three system, he's obviously a wing back, 
And then for the Austrian national team, just due to the fact that they have a lot of really good players, he's had to play as a right back, as a right wing back there as well. So I think there's a little bit of that from people. But throughout his time at Hertz Berlin and at Salzburg, he played as a right winger. And he would be the first, like, he'd be one of the only actual right wingers we have in the club. Um, So uh, that's great. And it it seems like it'd be a good signing. And loan deals with an option to buy are always great. Um, And so we'll see. I hope it's not a case of one or the other with Nabil and him. I don't think so. Nabil's loan fees, his, his purchase fee isn't that expensive. Lazaro's on par with ASM, which makes sense. Um, so let's see how Steve Bruce fits them all together. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting. This, this, so we'll start with his uh, ex- his career in Austria. Um, so his it was, I mean, even back to 2013, he was on the bench. He had some injuries. He was playing in Europe sometimes. Was like less likely to play. But then it was in the second half of the 2014 season where he started to break out. Uh, his second start with the club, he scored. Um, and then it just went on from there. He ended up doing 121 total appearances for RB Salzburg, had 15 goals, 23 assists. Um, the most of his production should be noted. He had 64 appearances as a right mid. Uh, he had 11 goals and 15 assists in that position. Yeah, and I think the other thing to note here is we talk about Nabil Bentaleb and the amount of games he brings to this and experience he brings to this Newcastle team. This is another player with a lot of games underneath his belt. We're talking 100 appearances in a roughly four or five, four, three or four years with R, with RB Salzburg, starting when he was 16 years old. I mean, this guy was was he was the youngest player for RB Salzburg to make a debut ever at 16 years old. And then, you know, finagled his way as a 17-year-old into a full-time starter for the, top, for the club. So, I mean, a lot, of, a lot of games underneath his belt before the age of 19, like Greg said, 121 total with them by the time he was done there. And that, that's just, that's insane to even think about. I don't even know if there's any player in Newcastle's team under the age of 21 who has that many appearances. No, definitely not. Uh yeah, that that's great. Having having and in top tiers too, like the the top tier in yeah. I mean the, one of the top clubs or the top club in Austria, and then one of the top clubs say, in <laughs> in uh, Germany, for to Berlin. Uh, and he had sixty five appearances there, five goals, thirteen assists, and then uh, recently moved to Inter Milan, where he only made eleven appearances uh, so far yeah. this year. Um, it's been tough. I mean, Conte's a, a manager who's very choosy. So yes. You're either in his team or you're not, and uh, he plays a little bit of favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the whole reasons this deal is happening is because of uh, of the fact that Victor Moses, a fan favorite, well, not fan, a, a manager favorite of Conte at Chelsea, has now moved to uh, Inter Milan. So it, it's it's an interesting situation for him, a chance to restart something that I'm sure he's excited to do. Yeah. He has two assists so far this year for Inter. Uh, one as a right mid and one as a left mid. The first one, or well, he had one in November in the Champions League against Slava Prague in a three to one win, and then also in Serie A in November as well. Um, he had assist against Hellas Verona in a two to one win. Um, but his his last match was December. 21st so a month ago so uh 
he's he's fit. He's ready to go. Certainly. Yeah. He he's a guy who could slot in immediately. Mm-hmm. We're not talking Oxford United immediately or yeah. know, anything like that, but immediately. Yeah, for sure. And he's gonna be able to give players like ASM and Miggy rest at times. Uh and he's a young talent. It's this is an exciting signing. He's twenty three. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, one thing that's really funny, if you go to his transfer market page, uh, it shows you all the oh, positions yeah. that he's played. <laughs> and that's, this is he's one of the reasons everything. why you get excited about a guy. Um, yeah. So obviously it's what we've talked about right mid left mid. That's the obvious ones, but just to walk you through. So this is what he did at RB Salzburg. Um, it's left wing, left mid. Second striker, attacking mid, center mid, right wing, right mid, and right back. That's the positions that he played there. So, yeah, a lot. <laughs> yeah, and then he's played secondary striker, left wing, right wing. He's played everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that brings you up to – that, I guess, catches you up on him. We're going to take a break real quick. And then Let's we're, do it. What? What'd you say? Yeah, I just said let's do it. Oh, let's take the break. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's I do think it. That's a, yeah, let's take a break and then we'll talk about like our like what he's going to be like in Newcastle system and we'll close this thing out after that. Um, let's do that right now. Okay, how is Valentino Lazaro the upgrade to Akraf Lazar? How is he going to work in this system, Elijah? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I see him similar to Kennedy. Um, where he's going to play a little bit of the of, of the two things that people kind of know him for that right wing back role and that right and that right mid role. I think there's a lot of chatter on oh we already have Kraft and we already have Mankia we already have Yedlin. Well, they haven't been healthy and Kraft hasn't been good. So um, I think we could see him play some minutes there um, at a minimum. Um, but additionally, like you said, he's going to be able to give um, guys like ASM and and. Miguel Almiron, a bit of a rest. And I think what's going to be interesting is I could see Steve Bruce towards the end of the season experimenting a little bit and maybe going with the 4-2-3-1 because now you have the ability with a guy at ASM who can play on the left or in the middle, um, as well as Miguel who can play on the left or in the middle, um, and uh, and a guy like uh, Lazaro who plays on the right. You know, you could mess around and you actually have three dangerous players to build out a front three of that midfield. Again, that's that's a that's a dream of mine. It's probably not going to happen. Where I see him most as being a guy that could spell in, and maybe he beats out one of them for a starting role. I don't know, um, but I do think he'd also be a great bench piece as well, just due to his um, versatility. Um, you know, you can play all over the place. It is also like one of the reasons he has played as a right back is that he is a good defender. Um, so. That that's that's also a plus is that even if you want to slot him in as a midfielder or something like that, he's going to be able to actually track back and track with runners and, and handle himself in the midfield. Unlike you're playing like when we've had Miguel in the midfield and he's just been just running all over the place and you're like he's not really a central midfielder, Steve. Let's not play him there. Yeah, uh, he's it like creating this competition is only good for Newcastle. Uh, yeah. Because it's gonna, this it's is gonna what force most Premier League clubs have. Yeah, this is gonna force ASM to up his game. It's gonna force Miggy to up his game, and it's gonna force Lazaro in turn to beat them out. Um, 
to to be that that starter. So this is this is healthy competition. He's going to come into an unfamiliar spot. Um, I I'm I'm pumped about this. Like, yeah, I'm I'm ready for it. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to talk a little about his play style? Yeah. Okay. Do it. Um. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> think another guy, winger. Um, traditionally plays as traditionally we played as a right mid. So he's going to have that ability to to. He's technically sound, so he's going to be able to dribble. I don't, he's not to the level of ASM, but kind of an in between ASM and making. Not going to try to beat you with pure pace. There's definitely a little bit of skill there, um, but decent um, with the ball at his feet. Um, swung in a ton of crosses um, as as a winger. Um, just like an insane amount of crosses, especially when he was playing at RB, at RB Salzburg. Um, but, you know, he's going to look to find himself in the space and whipping a good cross, a delicious cross, as they say. And he also does a good job, similar to something that is actually underrated about Miguel and ASM, is that he's good at drawing defenders towards him in order to make space for other individuals. So I think that's going to be something that we'll see, especially with his movement. He makes just a lot of intricate runs in behind to draw those fullbacks away and potentially draw those center backs away so that you can have a guy like Joel Linton um, one-on-one with a center back, or you can potentially have two guys crash in the box with only one center back in the box. You know, he's just one of those kinds of guys. Additionally, he's a solid defender. I mean, he played right back for a reason and has played right back for the Austrian national team for a reason. Like he's, he's played right back because he's also a very good defender in one-on-one situations. Um, I think maybe because he also, similar to kind of how Matt Ritchie's become a decent defender, is that he can also put himself in the shoes of, like, the offensive player. He's a good player. He, he Lazaro's good with one-on-one, defi- one-on-one positions as an offensive player. And, I mean, his one-on-one defending as a defender is just actually really solid. I think part of that is because he's so good at it offensively. He kind of can predict moves. Um, but yeah, he likes to bomb forward. So even if he's going to be, be a right back, he's going to be very involved um, and going to be trying to swing in crosses, all that stuff. Um, it'll be a very attacking look if Newcastle roll out a lineup with him and Matt Ritchie as the wingbacks, um, to say the least. So uh, it's going to be it's going to be good, a good time uh, with Lazar. I think he's going to be a good player. Um, Lazar, you know, Inter Milan don't scout you if you're some sort of scrub and you don't have a ton of appearances. Um, I believe it's like 28 appearances with the Austrian national team. Yeah. Uh, and three you, goals. If yeah. And three goals. If you're you know, a scrub as well. So um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun. It'll be a good time. Uh, a lot of pundits have compared him to Ainsley Maitland Niles, Arsenal. Oh, that he's a very similar player to him. And I love that. You know, I do too. Yeah. Uh, so that's, if you, if you're familiar, if you're like, like we've talked about, most people know a lot about the premier league, but not others, not other leagues. Yeah, that's if a you, good show. Uh, if you know anything about Angel League Maitland Niles, he's 22 year old, right wing, right winger, right mid, extremely fast, good all around player at, at the, his yeah. young age. Like that's, that's the type of player that we're getting here. So it's a and, huge I, I opportunity. I think it's a really good shout. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, also just I, I've noticed on Twitter, like, and I mentioned this earlier. You're right, Newcastle fans they don't really watch other leagues, so there's just this assumption that this guy's a right wing back, and it's just like his best position is as a winger. Yeah, 
So let's just let's nip that in the butt. Let's make sure everyone's aware of that. He, he should be playing as a winger. For Similar sure. to Kennedy, where Kennedy was a good left wing back, but he was most effective playing as, like, you know, a left mid. So, oh. until he fell off the face of the earth. <laughs> until that happened. Yeah. Well, do you have anything else, Elijah? Um, no. Um, I'm just excited uh, that Newcastle makes some signings. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, and it's not the, the last day of the of window. One. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Greg, a quick question for you. What do you think the next position Newcastle will upgrade will be? So, I mean, there's some rumors. I think left I'm going Danny priority. Rose. I still yeah. think there's a forward need. Um, and there's been some leads on both. Um, Jared Bowen, the latest with him is that it seems like he's his agent and him are trying to force their way out and whole city's manager really can't do much about it. And I, then a little Danny Rosling. Yeah, I'm actually right now, if you're BS metering me, I'm pretty high on the fact that we can get both Danny Rose and Jared Bowen. Yeah. Also Jared Bowen, who I will only refer to from now on Gerard. as Gerard Bowen because his name is spelled like how a black person would spell Gerard. Yeah. So so I'm going to say if we get those, if we end up with those four, very successful window for Newcastle United. Yeah. And, and that's one of those under where... the assumption that these players stay for the long term, too. Like yeah, if Danny Rhodes is only you... alone, then I'm fine with that. But we yeah. need to get Bentaleb and Lazara. Yeah. I think that Jared Bowen, that's going to be the permanent signing if that happens. Yeah. Because there's, there's, we've only heard about prices, and if Newcastle can get the deal that they want, which is sub twenty million pounds for this window, that that's a good shout. That's that's a good deal. There are reports um, that Leeds just offered seventeen. I mean, like, why we should be able to do that? First strike. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's going to conclude our emergency pod. We've signed Lazaro. Beautiful time. What a, what a time to be alive. Um, two signings before the last day of the window is a miracle for us. And we did it. Uh, so our next show will be on Tuesday morning. You should get it. Uh, hopefully uh, it's a good one and not depressing. And maybe we'll have, well, at least I think, maybe we'll have another signing before then. So who knows, Elijah? <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, this could not, our next show might be Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> So we'll see. Um, but until then, uh, that concludes this show. And I'm your host, Greg Troxel, the best damn co-host in the land, Elijah Newsom. And the way to laugh. Love you the dark at St. James's Park If the Gallagher's end in the rain I'm coming home And I'm proud to be a Jody And to live in Jody land Some people think we're bawdy And we're hard to understand And they say it's just self-pity And we're not so very tough Cause the people in the big fat city Haven't had it tough as rough I'm coming home, Newcastle You can keep your London wine I've walked the streets all day I'll meet for a bottle of the river Tyne I'm coming home, Newcastle I wish I'd never been away 
and kiss the ground for the welcome sound in me mother saying, hey, how we I'm coming home. Then I miss the old blind busker who stands at Fenwick's door. He plays a mean accordion, you've all seen him there before. And I love the Geordie heroes, there's so many famous names. Like Linda Swan in Gaza, Brendan Foster in the Gates at Games. I'm coming home, Newcastle. I might as well have been in jail. I'd walk the streets all day. I'll need for a bottle of your own brown nail. I'm coming home, Newcastle. If you never win the cup again, I'll brave the darkness in James's Park in the Gallagher Den in the rain. I'm coming home, Newcastle. You can keep your London wine. Walk the streets all day, I'll need for a bottle of the river tide. I'm coming home, Newcastle. I wish I'd never been away. I'd kiss the ground for the welcome sound in me mother's in Hilly Howie. I'm coming home, Newcastle. I might as well have been in jail. I'd walk the streets all day, I'll need for a bottle of your own brown nail. I'm coming home, Newcastle. If you never win the cup again. I'll brave the dog, it's in James's pocket, the Gallagher's end in the rain, I'm coming home.